Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 13, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 11 of the series, and the title of today's message is Learn to Be Content. As a believer, you got to learn to be content. We're going to see what I'm talking about here from the Word of God. So in our last message, we looked at Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28, and I'm going to deal more with the book of Genesis in this series. But this morning, I thought I knew what I was dealing with this morning from the book of Genesis. But as I got up, the Lord really started dealing with me about just believers just not being content, learning to be content. And this really ministered to me. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect the life of Adam with something that the Apostle Paul said in the New Testament about learning to be content. And uh, we'll bring those things together in today's message. So let's, let's think about Adam first, because one of the things that happened with Adam is that he didn't learn to be content. So let's think about everything that Adam had first. So Adam honestly had it all. Adam had power, right? So he got power from God to rule and to, to have the kingdom dominion, power and authority over this planet. He had power. Whatever he named something is what it became. Adam also had purpose. He had purpose from God directly, and he was assigned to oversee the Garden of Eden. Adam had provision. He had basically an entire forest, not just a garden, but it was was huge. There was four different streams, rivers feeding this plot of land, so that's a lot of land. He basically had a whole forest to eat from, and he was just one man. Later, he got a wife, so there was just two of them, and they had all of this. They had thousands and thousands of trees to eat from. Adam had parameters. And because when you have power, power without parameters is dangerous. God gave him a parameter, said you cannot eat from this particular tree. And that was actually genius of God because by saying you can't eat from this particular tree, that gave Adam the right to choose. That made Adam a free moral agent. So he had power, he had purpose, he had provision, he had parameters. He also had partnership. He had partnership with God himself. He was walking with God in the cool of the day. And then he had partnership with Eve when God gave him a wife. So he had a a vertical uh, relationship with the father and a horizontal relationship with his wife. And even with all of that, Adam was not content. (laughs) He still coveted the one thing he couldn't have and he ate of it and he was kicked out of the Garden of Eden and he ruined his whole life because he did not learn to be content. In this series, I'm talking about walking with God, developing developing a relationship with the Father and then with other people. And as you walk with God and develop your relationship with God and with man, uh, you, you got to truly, uh, especially from a other people perspective, for you to have lasting relationships with people. And even in a lasting relationship with the Father, you got to learn, you got to get to the point where you're healthy, healthy on the inside and out. And part of being healthy, especially mentally, psychologically, socially, is learning to be content. So let's get to what the Apostle Paul said in the New Testament. In Philippians chapter 4, we know Philippians 4.13, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But here's the context. This is what he said. I'm going to read for you verses uh, 11 through 13. This is as he's wrapping up his letter to the believers in Philippi. The Apostle Paul says this. He says, listen, Now, I'm not saying this because I'm in need. He just mentioned something. It was like, oh, I'm not saying that because I need you to do something for me. No, no, no. I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it's like to be in need. I also know what it's like 
to have plenty. I've learned that the secret of being, no, I have learned the secret of being content in every situation. My situation does not dictate uh, whether or not I'm content. My situation does not dictate my mental health. My situation, whatever the circumstances are, they don't dictate on the, whatever's going on on the outside doesn't dictate what's happening on the inside. I have learned to be content in every situation. He says, whether I have a lot of food or I'm not, like fed or hungry, whether I have uh, uh, plenty or whether I'm in want. You know, I know, I know what, what it is to, to not have enough and to also have an abundance. And through all of that, I've learned to be content. Through all of that, this is what I've learned. What did you learn, Paul? I've learned that I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know why? Because I've learned to be content. I've, I've learned that that no matter, I'm not going to allow what's happening on the outside to dictate what's happening on the inside. On the inside, I have learned to be content. If you're talking about walking with God and fellowshipping with him and then allowing that to spill over into having strong relationship, relationships with other people, you got to learn to be content on the inside. So what does this mean to you today? Um, I have six things to share with you this Monday morning. So let me let me get through these. I want you to open up your heart now to receive them. Six things. Here we go. Number one, when you look at Adam, right? So Adam basically had everything you can ask for, and he still wasn't content. He had thousands of trees to pick from, but he coveted the one tree that was off limits to him. And like Adam, people today, especially in the United States, I mean, there are many people that have more than enough, but they're still not content. And also like Adam, they're discontent leads them to make poor decisions. So as a believer, you and I, we have to learn to just be content with where we are, watch this, while continuing to strive to become the man, the women that, that, that we're called to be. So while you're striving to become the man or the woman that you're called to be, you got to learn how to be content with where you are. And there's a balance. And this is a delicate balance because yes, you want to continue to strive. You want to continue to evolve, but you don't want to allow your desire to continue to evolve, to strip you of your joy in your present situation. So you got to learn how to be okay with where you are and desire more at the same time without ever getting unhealthy on the inside. Number two, the definition of the word content. I like to use Noah Webster's dictionary from 1828. And in that dictionary, the definition is this. It is a rest or quietness of mind in the present condition. Satisfaction, which holds the mind at peace, restraining from complaint, opposition, or further desire, and often implying a moderate degree of happiness. So he was like, listen, I have this, this internal satisfaction that's going to keep me from complaining. That <laughs> I have this internal satisfaction that's going to keep me from whining. Why? Because even though I know I'm not where God has called me to be yet, I also know that I'm not where I used to be. And so I need to learn how to enjoy the journey and enjoy every step of the way. Number three, God calls us to do great things, right? And his purpose for our life is a lifelong journey. But this journey is lived out. There's levels and stages. There are times and seasons. So the fact that you right now are not where you believe God has called you to be, that doesn't mean that you have to be there today. You, you got to know that while you're pursuing your purpose, yes, you are going to get there, but you got to learn to be content. You got to learn to be content with where you are right now, how to be satisfied on the inside so that you can be at peace, like mentally and spiritually. 
so you could be healthy because you need this type of health because at the end of the day, listen, we're in this thing for the long haul. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So if you don't learn how to be at peace on the inside with where you are, you run the risk of never getting there. Like you may never become the man, the woman that God called you to be if you don't learn how to be at peace on the inside on a daily basis because you're, you're, you're ruining the experience, right? I mean, so yes, God wants you to get there, but he also wants you to, to enjoy the journey, which leads me to number four. Listen, let me say this. Mental health in the United States especially, but in the world today, mental health is a major challenge, even uh, in the body of Christ. Christians are committing suicide at basically the same rate as non-believers, and even pastors, unfortunately, are taking their lives. And this is happening to good people, good people who love God and who are trying to do the right things, but they are, they're trying to walk with God, but as they're doing it, they have failed to learn how to be content with where they are. And learning to be content is critical to being healthy enough on the inside, right? You got to be healthy inside and outside so that you can hang around long enough to get done whatever God called you to do while you're in the earth. And really, that's the point. God sent you here to do something and you got to get it done before you die. And so God needs you to stick around long enough to get it done. And you're not going to stick around long enough if you if you don't learn how to be content and, and stop you know, whining and complaining to other people and even beating yourself up. Learn how to be content. Number five, it's okay to know that, you know, my state is not my fate and God has called me to, to do something bigger than where I am. All of that is good. But if you don't learn how to be content while you're walking with God, then God, then your life is going to be stripped of the joy that God intended. So God wants you to complete your, look at me, look at me. God wants you to complete your divine assignment while you're in the land of the living, while you're in the earth. Yes, God wants you to go to heaven someday, but God also wants you to enjoy the ride. Don't allow discontent to strip you of the joy that God intended. Number six, and finally, enter into this day determined to enjoy the journey. Walk with God and allow him to walk with you. Look up and not down. Look forward and not backward. Sure, I got it. Maybe you're not where God has called you to be yet. I got it. But you're also not where you used to be. So just keep walking with God. Enjoy every level, every stage. Make the most of every time, every season. And living this way, you will be healthy enough and stick around long enough to actually get it all done before you die. This is how we walk with God. We fellowship with him and we stay healthy so that we could be who it is that God has called us to be, so we could leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, by faith, I declare that I am content and satisfied with my life. I know I am called to more, but I also know <laughs> that there are levels and stages to life. There are times and seasons connected to my journey. I don't have to do everything today. So I enter into your rest concerning my purpose. And I know I shall get it done before I die. I am satisfied with you. I truly enjoy who I am and who I'm called to be. I enter into this, into this day healthy on the inside and out. I have a spring in my step, <laughs> a song in my heart, a smile on my face. Listen, I go to work 
and I whistle while I work because you, Father, are with me every step of the way. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply this and prosper. Be who it is that God has called you to be. Enter into this day knowing that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. And you you were created in the very image and likeness of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made like yourself. Love yourself. Enjoy yourself. Be at peace with yourself and be at peace with God. So you can be healthy enough and hang around long enough to get it all done before you die. Do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. And if you're not getting these messages and you don't, you want my notes and you want my notes in your email, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing day and also an amazing week. God bless you.